Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? It's your boy, Pastor Way from This Is The Day. How's everybody feeling? Let me just say welcome. Man, welcome back to all those that have always been in this conversation and follow me. Do y'all realize? I got to say it again. It's almost a year, y'all. Almost a year. Be a year in March, y'all. Y'all been hanging with your boy. I appreciate you for all the love and support that you're giving me for joining the conversation, for all your opinions, your feedback. Whether good or bad, I accept them all. Listen, we all brothers and sisters, you know, I'm very big on when the Bible says, come let us reason together. And that's one of the things that's missing in this world. We don't reason together. We just take one side and say, this is it. This is the gospel. End of story. As you can see all this through all this COVID renamed flu foolishness and now the vaccine, mass, no mass, all this kind of stuff. Lines have been drawn and nobody is reasoning with each other. I didn't got into fights with people in the church, y'all, over some over this foolishness. And we can't love each other. I know some people hate me right now. And, and you know what? I still love them. I don't care. But, you know, your one-sided perspective does not make you right. <laughs> Just like my, I don't have a one-sided perspective. I try to see the full picture, the big picture. There's a bigger pandemic going on or this scamdemic going on. Is there a flu or a, as epidemiologists have said, real doctors, not Dr. Fauci, real doctors said it's just a stronger pneumonia. But this is something that we've dealt with for a long time. Sin. We talk about diseases, flu, stuff like that. You know, I mean, so there's nothing different, but we got a reason together. And for those who join us for the very first time, let me just say welcome. Man, I appreciate you. You can be doing anything right now, but you came to join this conversation. And listen, this conversation is being heard all over the world, especially to uh, my followers overseas. Let me just say I appreciate you and welcome all my domestic friends. What's up? Appreciate you. Welcome you. Let me let you know what this show is all about. This is today with Pastor Wade is about discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or a Bible study or shut down from talking about all together. Cause you know, God, we there's some y'all be sitting there, be listening to preachers and bishops and stuff like that. And y'all be having questions, but never can answer ask a question because you want that person to go deeper or y'all really want to talk about what's on your mind. Well, that's what we do here on this day. We're gonna talk about stuff that's on really on people's minds and what they really thinking and then what God thinks about it. That's what we do here at this today. And it doesn't matter uh, uh, what the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what we think, feel or believe without judgment, will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid. And we can have a conversation freely and honestly on this day here with Pastor Wade. And for those who are joining for the very first time, or even if you are a avid follower, let me just say, go back and listen to the previous conversations. We did disciplines of faith, but before that we did how to apply faith. So now we're in the disciplines of faith. Before how to apply faith, we did how to treat one another. That's something that everybody should listen to at least once a year. Matter of fact, right now, until all of this is over, at least twice a month. <laughs> 
<laughs> then before that, we did the 10 principles of successful relationship. And then before that, we did end times. How will it look? And we're going to continue that conversation because more people want to talk about uh, end times. And that's one of the things that I study, which is called eschatology, is the end times. How will it look? And so we're going to talk about that. Some people believe that end times had already happened and that John was writing uh, toward toward a group at that time. But I, I beg to differ. Because there's so many things that happened then. That's why there's nothing new in the sun that is happening now. So either history is repeating itself or that's a prophetic word, which Revelations really is connected with Daniel and also Matthew 24. Listen, we're about to get in the second part of discipline of repentance. So before we take off, you know, we have a tradition here. Listen, for those joining us for the very first time, just like they do on the plane, we're about to take off on this plane together and just make sure, because I'm the captain of this ship, just make sure your seat and tray tables are in the lock and upright position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane, it's God shaking at the very root of what does not belong on this plane. If you're listening with somebody, which I hope you are, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Here we go, y'all. Now, what do we say discipline in? I got to say this on every show right now until we finish in the disciplines of faith. Discipline is an activity, an exercise, or a regimen that develops or improves a skill or training. Let me say that again. It's an activity, exercise, or a regimen that develops or improves a skill or training. So listen, this is I'm trying to improve your skill, trying to give you some training. This is a regimen that you must constantly do, like the disciplines of prayer. Listen, you got to pray all the time. That is something that you have to constantly do. You have to be an active somebody that actively does that. You have to develop that skill. Now we're talking about repentance. Oh my goodness. To, to repent and go the opposite direction you've been going, when you, especially when you're wrong. Oh my God. We need that now more than ever before. So discipline of repentance. Part two. So here's a question. You know, I like to ask questions. Why? Because questions allow us to examine ourselves. The Bible talks about examine yourself. So this is, listen, I'm one of those that I don't need you to tell me I'm ugly. If I'm ugly, I'll look in the mirror and I'll be able to see it. I'm not going to be able to lie to myself and go, whoo, you hot. Wait, no, 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 no. I'll be like, well, you need to work on this. You need to work on that. I don't need somebody else to tell me that. You know, some of us do. You know, some of us have the illusion <laughs> that we are what we're not. No, you can't do that. And then we try to get people around us that try to feed into exactly who we think we are when we're not that and they're talking behind your back. No, why don't you just start examining yourself and then whether it's good or bad, what happens is you'll attract people in your life that will confirm what you already know. Oh boy, don't get me started. So first question, what happens when we practice the discipline of repentance? I am so glad you asked. Repentance when confessed, watch this, y'all, will show actual changes in the core of who you are, that his way, which is God, impacts our deeds, attitudes, and behaviors. This change of turning from sin to God should allow us to feel the sorrow of the hurt we caused, not only to ourselves, but also to the people around us and even God. That's the thing about repentance, y'all, man. It's about going the other way. Like, this is before the church really can come back together seriously after all this, even though, and 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 don't, when y'all hear me talk about church, all those that stayed open, all the bishops and pastors, let me just say, let me give you a special shout out. And I appreciate you guys for doing that. That listen, you got the information, said, listen, uh, uh, we just gonna keep going anyway and do it God's way. Shout out to you for 
doing that. But listen, the body as a whole, we have failed as the whole body of Christ, as disciples of Christ. We have not done it God's way at all. You can say we've been zooming and all that. No, stop it. If we're not fellowshipping together, touching each other, hugging each other, listen, forsake not the assembly of ourselves, we've been forsaking it. Without You can hide behind Zoom and all that kind of stuff if you want to, but we've been forsaking the assembly of ourselves. There's more healing and power in a hug. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there he's in the midst, not over a Zoom call. But don't get me started on that. Repentance, when confessed, will show actual changes in the core of who we are that his way impacts our deeds. Listen, we got to repent and go the other direction. The direction we've been going in right now, this is why I say we might as well change the scripture in Romans 12 to be not conformed to the world, to say we are conformed now and we might as well keep going. Just tear that out because be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing your mind. Obviously, our mind has not been renewed because if it was renewed, once Dr. Fauci and the CDC said COVID was some deadly disease, all of a sudden we conform to the world. Ah, man, I hate. See, I don't know why this keep coming up because this is where we are. And this is the thing why we're going to have to repent after all this. So all the churches, these bishops, pastors and stuff like that, that forsaked God's word at this time, running scared, getting vaccines, all that kind of stuff. And that's what you want to do. That's fine. But listen, we're going to have to come back and be real with the people. And then you're going to already see it. Some bishops and pastors are using scripture to try to justify a vaccine. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Just say you did it and that was your choice. Just just say that was you. But don't put that on the people and then recommend they should be doing that at all. Tyler Perry's doing that. Bishop Dom, don't get me started. He, all of them telling you why you should take the vaccine. Stop it. No. This is what you should be doing. Why you should take vitamin C. Why you should take green superfood. Why you should eat right. Why you should exercise. Why you should build your immune system. Why you should take care of your temple of God. That's what we should be teaching. So you see why we need to repent? We're teaching people the wrong stuff. See why I say we are conformed to the world? The CDC, Dr. Fauci, all of them say one thing. Well, must be so. Forget God. Let's just throw this Bible away. See, I'm in trouble. Do, do y'all still love me? I'm sorry. I mean, if y'all don't want me to keep it real like that, but a lot of you, because you've expressed it to me, are thinking like that. This ain't just passed away just thinking like that. A lot of you have shared that and thought like that. I already think like that. When this first came out, I already knew that it was a BS. I already knew. Because there's a this is a pandemic, not a pandemic. This is a scandemic. I'm just saying. But we got to repent if we're going to really do this thing for real, the way God said we're going to do it. But hey, that's just me. Understand this. Repentance, when actualized, will cause us to feel authentic hatred for the sin. You can find that in Psalms 119, 128, Job 42, 5, and 6. That's when he said, I was talking about things I didn't even understand. And also 2 Corinthians 7 through 10. Next thing, discipline of repentance will facilitate our humility. My God, that's Proverbs 3 and 34. Man, we, humility? Oh, Jesus. It will facilitate humility, being humble? Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to say I'm wrong. Listen, I've learned how to do that. Listen, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And listen, when you show me another perspective and I go, you know what, I didn't see it that way, or maybe I misspoke or something like that, I'll tell you without question. But listen, but there's some people that just hold on to their self-righteousness and know they wrong. And know they wrong. And they still want to uh, say that BS and tell you that kind of stuff and have no humility whatsoever. Foolishness. So discipline of repentance will facilitate our humility. And then Jesus himself will lift us up. Honor 
and exaltation belong to God alone. With humility, we will realize our need for Jesus, our need to keep no secrets, as there could be none from him. So why not confess? Next thing, y'all, watch this. Our attitude and who we are become new and changed in Jesus. Thus, to lead our lives the way we were is worthless and even evil. Repentance is essential uh, before effective Christian character, maturity, and spiritual growth can be possible. Next thing, the discipline of repentance is essential and must be a persistent endeavor. Oh my God, oh my, we need to take a pause for the cause right there. The discipline of repentance is essential. Y'all, you know, y'all keep talking about essential workers, what's essential, what's not, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, I love doctors and nurses, but, you know, they get paid to do that job. That's their career. But, but we're always looking for heroes, but a hero has something, something doesn't have stake in the game. They just do it just because. If a lot of these nurses wasn't getting overtime or wasn't getting paid at all, or doctors weren't getting paid at all, would they be there is the question. So we try to say that they're heroes. Or I saw somebody on their Facebook says, nurses are our saviors. Now watch, wait, come on, y'all. Listen, uh, care of a nurse is beautiful and it's a beautiful thing. Listen, I've seen some mean nurses. I've seen, I know some mean nurses and I've seen some good nurses, but listen, they are essential. Only in fact, they get paid to do their job and they're supposed to be there. But if you take the pay away from there, are they going to be there is a question. I'm just saying, when you talk about a hero, we love to put elevate people on a whole nother level and they get paid to do that. <laughs> That's what their job is. They get a check. And matter of fact, them nurses and doctors are making more than 47 million people out there. I'm just saying, I love it. What they do is important. But why we put we put so much weight on that only because of the times in kind of like when 9-11, we we gave more credence to you. You was a fireman on duty than what actually really happened. We called those guys heroes. But when you're a fireman, you get paid to do that. That's what you're supposed to do. You, you, you signed up to go save people in the fire. That's what you did. <laughs> See, I'm going to leave that alone, y'all. We talk, we, these are the things that in our culture we like to uh, lift up and we like to put, shine a light on. But when you talk about things that are essential and must be persistent, endeavor to walk holy with God, what's essential is us loving each other. The way God said, it says, love the Lord our God with all your strength. And the second is just like it, love your neighbors yourself. Those two things. That is the essential things. Without question. We are letting something that's happening in our world affect what God said, how we're supposed to treat one another. So we, we have missed the eye or missing the mark on what it really is essential. How we go through this valley of the shadow of death is essential. Oh boy, somebody just not my friend right now. I think somebody just tuned out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God bless you. I love you. If you just turned me off, it's okay. But I'm just saying the truth is the truth. I'm just trying to put in perspective for you what we really like to say. All this symbolism that we like. We like to uh, put things on a pedestal instead of putting God on the pedestal. Oh boy. This means we must trust and obey God's commandments. The church may teach this, may not teach this, and perhaps your friends and family have even laughed at it, but its need has never been more necessary. Next thing about discipline of repentance helps us understand our guilt, sinfulness. That's Psalms 51, four through nine, one of my favorite passages when you talk about prayer and also helplessness. And that's Psalms 51 and 11 and Psalms 109 and 21 and 22, and apprehend God's forgiveness and mercy. Then we can give it to others too. Also, 
how we respond, watch this, y'all, to life and other people will be rooted in how we respond to God. Let me say that again to help somebody. How we respond to life and other people will be rooted in how we respond to God. Here's a question for you. Do we fight him, which is God, or do we glorify him? Oh boy, oh boy, we can stop the show right now. L listen, I'm gonna pack up. I'm just gonna leave you. I should just leave y'all with that because some of y'all mad at me for what I just said previously. And right there, that, that should just knock everybody upside the head. Do we fight him or do we glorify him? Oh boy, it got quiet. I think I hear crickets. I wish I had one of the little cricket things right now uh, to, to put in here because I hear crickets right now. Next question. And then how do we know? The answer is how we are with willingness to repent, to be humble and release our prize. So we want to repent, to draw closer to our Lord and be better with others too. How we fight and manipulate others will show how our attitude is with God. So kind of like, how do you love me whom you don't see and you can't love your neighbor who you do see? So basically, all these people right now that are fighting at each other, vaccines, no vaccine, masks, no masks, stuff like that, and you treating that person that doesn't believe the same as you wrong, that's how you treat God. And that's a fact. You say you don't, you want to hide behind it. Man, I've heard some people, especially in the medical industry, talking about, oh, yeah, we people of faith, but they lost me. It's over. Once you say we people of faith, but you're going to do it your way and stuff like that, you do the same thing with God. And they do the same thing with the word. And it shouldn't be that way. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> Repentance will be a significant factor in our attitudes and mindsets. Are we humble or are we proud? These are questions. Don't get mad at me. Next thing. If you are a Christian and have strayed from his path in small ways or big ways, stop and repent. If you are a Christian and have strayed from his path in small ways or big ways, stop and repent. Jesus is calling you back to his love, y'all. Let's get back to the love right now. Listen, you're letting the enemy, the devil, win right now. Using the government systems right now. Man, people are struggling right now, and the enemy is winning. And all we got to do is love each other through it and carry each other's burdens through this. But no, we want to ask, we want to argue over pointless dribble without question. He asks you to remember who you are in him and who is he to hold on to him and to dwell in him. Listen, y'all, repentance is key when you talk about discipline. We're talking about discipline of faith, discipline of prayers first, discipline of repentance is major because in repentance is that key word for forgiveness. And there needs to be a lot of forgiveness. I'm talking about a lot of forgiveness right now. I mean, there's so many fractured relationships right now all over in the church, outside the church, on the job, not on the job. It, it don't matter. In families. Oh, my God, I know people having family meetings about vaccines and all that. Please, listen, so many lines have been drawn, and it's a shame. And remember, the Bible talks about Jesus came to bring the sword. He was going to divide families. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, some people looked at it as, oh, how could Jesus divide a family? He wasn't talking about he's going to bring a sword to cut folks up. He's talking about a belief system. Either you're going to believe in me or not. And right now you're seeing those that do not want to believe in God. Believe him for real. And we're talking about the bishops of the tutus. 
are not believing God for real. Oh boy, I'm in so much trouble right now. But listen, it has to be said. I don't. I. I mean, I care. I mean, I care about you know your feeling, but how you receive it, that's up to you. Because I'm doing my best to do it in love. Because listen, we all going through this valley together, and we can get through this other side together. When two or three are gathered in His name, there He's in the midst. So the more people we have that we help get through this together, there He will be. The more protection we have. Oh my good God Almighty! I just should just stop right now. Should I stop, y'all? Don't let me keep going. Can you can you show your boy some love? Show Pastor Wade some love. At real Pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W A I D on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just let me know. Show me some some kind of love, man. I need it, it, give me an air hug. I know I can't see y'all right now, but give me an air hug or something right now. Oh my goodness, this is tough right now. Next thing. Repentance means we do not trust our church or ancestry for salvation. This means the same as being reared as a Christian will not make you a Christian. You must profess faith and repentance on your own. This is, this, here's the good thing about churches that had not met during this time. And uh, I've talked to a woman, some of the fellowships that we had, and one thing that she said is that uh, she was coming to church she was, you know, praise team, all that kind of stuff and had a coffee, whatever. And just letting the pastor, we just do it to me. Give it to me. Get what I need. And I'm out. But she said now that since we wasn't meeting, that she had learned, she had to do it for herself. She had uh, her relationship with God has gotten stronger. She has better understanding and wisdom right now because she had to actually do it herself. And this is one of the things that we have not done in the body of Christ is help people really do it for real. And what happens is now people had to do it on their own. But guess what? You had to choose to do it on your own. You had to choose to go after God for yourself and not listen to everybody else. This was your moment. This is the day right now for you to do that. And you still can do it. It is not too late as long as you have breath in your body. The Ruach, the spirit of life breathed in you. As long as you still have that, listen, you have a chance every day. That's why this show is called This Is The Day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We don't, we don't know about tomorrow. It ain't here yet. Yesterday is, is, is gone. So we only can learn from yesterday, but we only have this day, this moment. It is not too late. Here it is. Another one. Watch this. Repentance is essential. Woo! It is a result of Jesus' call and ministry in our lives and his teaching. Also, if we do not understand what it means to repent, we cannot be his disciples. The great commission, that's Matthew 28, centers upon repentance as a precursor to being a disciple. Yeah, 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 y'all. That's a precursor. So the great commission is we're supposed to baptize each other. Name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to show, be examples for those that believe in, in, in God and in as Jesus, as the Messiah, Son of God. And if you don't, that's okay. That's Listen, whatever you believe, that's on you. That is your relationship between you and God. And so I'm just here to tell you what, for me, what I believe and know is true. And so there is a God. He does have a son. His name is Jesus. <laughs> he is the Messiah. He is the anointed one. He is really called the Lamb of God. Jesus is his government name. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> but he said, but God said there would be no name above this name. I believe that without a shadow of a doubt. 
So what happens is, if we want to be like him, some churches try to say he's the great uh, exception. But no, he's a great example. <laughs> he is the example that God sent for us what to be like. And if we follow the way he did it, I'm telling you, we have a much better world. But I'm, that's just me. I'm just saying. Also, remember this. Repentance does not save us. Repentance is only the realization of our salvation. We must place our focus on the cause, Christ, not the effect, what we will do, because the effect will flow from a natural desire and create growth and maturity. Oh boy, let me say that again. Let me help somebody right there. Repentance does not save us. Repentance is only the realization of our salvation. We must place our focus on the cause, Christ, not the effect, what will we will we do? Because the effect will flow from natural desire and create growth and maturity. Next thing, we are right with God because of Christ, not because of our faith. Oh boy, we are right with God because of Christ, not because of our faith and obedience. However, faith and obedience are the fruits and proof. Woo! That was a doozy right there. That went over. Did I go over somebody said? Right there. It says we are right with God because of Jesus. So not because of our faith, just because, you know, people say, oh, my faith, my faith. What does that mean? Because of our faith and obedience. However, faith and obedience are the fruits and proof. Thus, salvation is not logic or knowledge. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 19. Optimism or wishful thinking, but the fact of the love of God. Good God Almighty. That's why salvation is a gift. People say, oh, can you walk away from your, can you uh, lose your salvation? Nope. But you can walk away from it. You can walk away from it. So you don't open it. You don't use it, whatever. The gift is still yours. You just, you just walked away from it. But you can come back and hopefully you come back in time to get the gift. I wouldn't recommend that, but I'm just saying. Repentance is not just sorrow or regret for what we have done or even desire to change our minds. It is the changing of all we are, our goals, aspirations, values, and behaviors, so that we turn a complete 180 degrees from the way we were. That's 2 Corinthians 7, uh, 9 through 10. Repentance is a life that really has been changed. Y'all, repentance is about change, changing that direction, changing your attitude, changing from what you thought was right to what God thinks is right. This is why when we come back together as a church, we got to change our mindset, get rid of them stinking thinking, the stinking attitude, all that kind of stuff. Oh boy. They might boot me out of church, but it is what it is, man. I mean, because it, it is what it is. This Either we're going to do the truth and do it the way God said, or let's just not do it. I'm just saying, asking for a friend. It does not matter. Watch this. If you have made mistakes, made bad decisions, even divorced or bad or had an abortion. Yes, there is hope in our Lord. He forgives. So it don't matter what you've gone through or what you've done. There still is hope. There still is a chance for repentance. It's up to you. The choice is yours. We will be submitting to the sovereignty of God. Thus, God's plan for our lives will come to fruition, which is far better than any desire, whether evil or good, we could ever have. Thus, it is logical and beneficial to be humble in him. That's 1 Peter 5 and 5. It all comes down 
to our trusting in Jesus as not just our Savior, but also our Lord. We trust that he has better ways and plans than in strategy we and ever could devise. Therefore, we can repent and have disciplined ourselves to lead a life of repentance. Question, why do we trust him? Here's the answer, because he is good and because his ways are better. We got to get there, y'all. His ways is better. We got to know that. Next thing, God is calling us to think back to what the Lord has done for us. So we do not forget his grace, his provisions, and his answered prayers and blessings. We are not to allow the struggles of the moment to overcome us to the point that we cannot see how he has brought us through them in the past. Repentance, here we go, helps us to refresh our memory in him. If we do not understand what it means to repent, and if we do not practice this discipline, we will then miss the centrality of the gospel message. Oh, my goodness. If you have read any of these passages that I cited, you know, I said some a lot of scriptures. That's why I read over this or you can always look up the scriptures. They'll be on my Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. When you go to this is a day, you'll be able to see them or just ask me about them. Or when you listen to the show, they'll already be on there. You can listen to this as many times as you want. When you have read any of these passages I cited, you cannot help but to see the fact that God wants us to repent and do it now. There should be no other time that you should realize that this is the moment, this is the day, right now. That we should be repenting right now. This is, I believe, right now, the times that we're in. We, this is God's last call. You know, like, for all my clubbers out there that used to go to the clubs, and, and I know some of y'all the Holy One of Israel now, Jesus first cousin, been standing out the altar eating Sheba, and y'all go to the club no more. But y'all understand this statement, when they used to flick the lights, and that was last call for alcohol, Oh boy. Yeah, this is last call. God right now is going, this is last call. And he's really, he's coming from the church for the church first. The institution of church. His body first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming for that first. He's saying last call. Last call because I tell you this, when everybody's going to be celebrating for just a short while. After they'll tell you you can't wear no, you don't have to wear a mask no more. After how whoever's gonna take the vaccine, after y'all do all that, after they open up everything back, there'll be just a short period of rest. But then this thing is really gonna crank up. And you're gonna need somebody like me or think like me to help you bridge the gap to help you through this. Because I know that I'm part of the remnant group to help shepherd people to get through these tough times as we go through this global valley, as we get closer to end times. The time is now, y'all, for to repent and do it God's way. Listen, I'm not trying to bring Old Testament judgment on anybody. I'm just letting you know, spiritually speaking, that God is ringing a bell, sounding an alarm right now for us to come home. Understand this. God tells us in his word both what to do and what not to do, which, when followed, will lead to a victorious, transformed life in him. God wants us to lead a triumphant life, and in so doing, he wants us to make the fervent attempt to repent because this helps us get right with him and then everything else in our lives line up with the purpose and distinction. If we lead a double life, Jesus, my God, by trying to serve two contradicting paths in life, we will fail. Such doing is contradictory to the Christian faith and testimony. It causes us to be hypocritical as we scatter broken relationships, shattered lives, and unmet opportunities in our way. It leaves us in despair of a soul 
at war as the ways of pride and the world infests us, keeping us in prison, in helplessness and in despair. When we can see it and discontent and meaningless when we cannot. Our ways of pride have no hope or purpose other than to turn away from what God has said or has wants to give us. We already have joy and completeness in Jesus when our hearts and minds cater or centered on him. Therefore, the bottom line of these passages, watch this, is the call to submit and surrender to God, allowing him to be our only Lord, lead and direction. Then he will lift us up beyond our greatest desires and plans to a much greater plan and purpose in life. Real repentance will entail full, genuine confession, restitution, and the will to turn to Jesus, not just as a Savior, but also as our Lord. This is just not a one-time deed, but also a lifestyle that places Jesus first and foremost in our daily lives. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I thank you. I hope you enjoy the disciplines Episode six, Disciplines of Faith. Thank you for all for your support and tuning in. New episodes will release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. On, on all podcast platforms that you use. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. Also, for anything to become a habit, psychologically takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remember in all thy getting, get understanding, and then practice implementing what you have learned. And remember, discipline is the key to discipleship. A special thanks to my man, KC. Holla at your boy, Kevin Clayton. I am Music Group for the show. Erica Duff for the artwork. The Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Alex Teamer, a.k.a. Team for the Baseline. Pastor Warren Kimball, that is my pastor. And Lena Bird-Miles for this is the intro. Her new album, she'll be coming out soon. And a shout out to Shay J Entertainment, Shannon Jackson, and also the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile ministry shout out to the house of no hope podcast show with julian payne that is my barber and listen to his podcast show and also if you need a fly haircut he is the celebrity hair art cut artist to the stars man check out and if you're in the greater los angeles area even if you're not fly in to come see him because the boy can cut some hair masterful also, remember to subscribe to This Is Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And also remember to post any subject titles you would like to discuss on This Is Day Facebook page or feedback on my Facebook or Instagram stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory. Redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 